Hello, welcome to Treasures Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of introducing you to one of my favourite couples, Mary and Francois. This will be a bilingual series of Mary and Francois, Frank sometimes, um, and I, if you're someone for example, someone in Australia or someone, a member of my family who doesn't understand French, um, please just let the words wash over you and don't let the idea that there's some French in the episode um, to intimidate you. That's my encouragement. Um, so earlier in this podcast recording, I said to, especially Mary, um, so I'm really excited to interview you but I wrote down in my journal like some things I want to talk to you about and some of it's really heavy I could just think of some really horrible things you've been through over the last couple of years um so I was I was worried about that I was worried um that it would be depressing that I you know do I have the right to ask these questions um, to my friends or is it more polite to just um, to just let it go and just focus on on um, more joyful positive things but you will see in this episode how incredible my friends are Mary and Frank how they are not afraid to go through bad things I mean Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words, but um, I'll just have to let you listen for um, for yourself. Here, here's Mary and Frank. In an eighteen month period, so about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. four of my family members died, like mm -hmm. close family members. So first it was my aunt, mm -hmm. who's like a second mother to me, mm -hmm. and then my uncle, and then my grandfather, and then my father. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, boom, 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 boom. I was basically a professional funeral planner, and we were flying mm -hmm. back to Alberta every time to, you know, to bury people. And within those times, I also suffered mm -hmm. the miscarriage and mm -hmm. you know like there's just like a lot of death a lot yeah. in us and we don't have a huge family like all of my cousins and whatnot they live in england and ireland and so we were really really tight-knit so it was a massive massive blow mm. um to our family and yeah it does change you like quite a bit and it can either i think it can either change you for the worse like it can make you extremely bitter mm -hmm. Or it can, well, I, I think it can do both. And I think it probably mm -hmm. should do both because it's a very normal human emotion to have extreme bitterness when, mm -hmm. you know, horrendous things happen to you. Yeah. Like it's okay to feel really bad and awful and grieve and things like that. But I'm also like a lot more thankful for things because you just don't know. You have no idea mm -hmm. when your time will come, you know, it puts yeah. a lot of things into perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, how, well, how, how do you put meaning to that, especially all that happening all at once in that 18 month period? Do you, 
I know. Did, did you get angry at God? Did you feel carried by, you know, by your faith or by your family? Or did you have to put some, like, did you have to block it out to, and sort of grieve in, in installments? Or, yeah, well, how does that work? Well, it's very, that's a great question, actually. Um, I would say that, uh, yeah, we're, we're Christians. I, I believe in God. I, I believe in Jesus. And, and it's been the only thing to get me through. And um, I believe that God works through people as well. And that was certainly evident through all of the deaths in my family. Mm -hmm. I'm also very aware that, like, everyone's going to die. Like, that's not mm -hmm. something that's ever been, like, not in my radar. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, Mary, you, you, it was, you didn't lose anyone before that. That's true. That's well, my grandmother when I was seven, but like, yeah, what do you understand at seven? Really? Mm -hmm. You know, mama had cancer and I was like, that's sad, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, when you're, when you're older, it, it just, they just came so quick, you know, everything was just like, boom, 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 boom. But, mm -hmm. um, I had a really good, um, grief counselor mm -hmm. who helped me and I had a friend my best friend actually Nicole actually it's very funny that I mentioned this because today is the anniversary of her father's death mm. and she's been my best friend since high school and uh man I could just cry thinking about this she was the one who picked me up from the airport I actually found out that my dad died while I was in the Quebec City airport mm. so like as I was like getting ready to board my dad had still been in surgery. He died mm -hmm. of heart failure, essentially, mm -hmm. but they wanted to try to, to fix something and he mm -hmm. just, he didn't make it out. So um, I remember very distinctly, you know, calling and, uh, and my mom telling me that he had gone and I just, I just broke down completely mm -hmm. and started like wailing Mm -hmm. and marched myself to the Air Canada VIP like gold room, which I had no business being in because I was definitely mm -hmm. flying coach. But mm -hmm. I went in there and I was like, can I just like cry somewhere? I literally just found out my dad died. And the lady mm -hmm. was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And there was just so many little things along the way that God put in my path to like comfort me. Mm -hmm. um so funny because you have to fly through Montreal usually to get to Edmonton or Toronto but I went through Montreal and um I was crying the whole time like people yeah. must have thought you know I don't know what they thought but as I went to my second gate there was like this whole group of like I guess Mennonites I suppose and I just mm -hmm. walked right up to them and I'm like can you please pray for me like my dad just died and they're like yes of course and I went to you know my gate and there was this lady who who, like not to be rude, but she looked really rough around the edges and like super like hardcore. And um, she saw me crying and she just came up to me and hugged me. Oh. And she was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to mm. be okay. And then she's like, what's wrong, sweetie? And then I said, my dad died. Mm -hmm. My dad just died. And she, mm -hmm. she thought I said my dog died. Like, I okay. guess I was sobbing so much. Like, it's very funny now to look back on. Yes. I was just like, not coherent. I was like, my dog, you know, and she was like, oh, my dog just died too. Oh. And she started like talking about her dog. And I'm like, no, dude, my dad, like my father. And um, so I finally oh. like told her and, and, and it was so funny because we were seated right next to each other. Uh -huh. <laughs> without knowing like as soon as we got on the flight we're like oh we're sitting next to each other 
And when I'm like, no, no, it's my, it's my actual father who passed me. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm talking about my dog and you're talking about your dad. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, there was just, there was just so many things along the way and like signs and it's just like I that's just such dark humor <laughs> you know, oh yeah just imagine like some of the greatest um you know comedians have been through some real stuff hey and, oh, yeah. um, oh my gosh wow yeah. yeah yeah but I've been buoyed and it's um you know it's something unfortunately that that's part of life death is a part of life and mm-hmm. and when my friend Nicole picked me up from the airport she knew exactly mm. what I was going through and she held me as I cried and she comforted mm-hmm. me and she's like, you need to eat. And I was like, oh, I don't want to eat. She's mm-hmm. like, we're going to Starbucks. Like I'm buying you this. And she like shoved a sandwich in my mouth. And I'm so thankful she did because mm-hmm. you don't think about that when you're grieving, but you still yeah. need to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Francois, how, how did you feel? I, I mean, I imagine you would f- feel kind of helpless in that time and, and going through your own grief and watching your wife go through this, what was that like? Mais quand c'est arrivé, euh, on, on était à Québec, là, puis euh, à un moment donné, c'était clair que Rick allait soit partir ou, ou c'était... Il fallait, il fallait que Marie aille à Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Fait que, ce qui s'est passé, c'est qu'on a acheté un billet d'avion. Mm-hmm. J'ai... Euh, Je pense que ce que j'ai fait, j'allais reconduire... Oui, c'est ça. J'allais reconduire Marie à 6 heures du matin. On mm-hmm. a acheté le billet d'avion à minuit, à 1h. Mm-hmm. Euh, j'ai dit, je reste avec Léa. Mais là, mm-hmm. j'ai appelé mon père. J'ai dit à mon père, pendant que je vais aller reconduire Marie, euh, je sais que ça va être, il va être tard. Mais mon père était là, ben oui, c'est sûr, là, je viens. Euh, mm-hmm. et, la situation était tellement intense et extrême que... Mon père a dit, oh ouais, je vais être là. Puis mon père, il veille tard, souvent la nuit. Fait que, il s'est pointé. Je suis allé reconduire Marie à, à, la, à l'aéroport. Puis, euh, je me rappellerai toujours parce que quand je suis revenu à la maison, Marie m'a appelé. Puis là, elle m'a dit, elle m'a dit que Rick était, était parti. Rick mm-hmm. est mort. Puis là, là, j'étais complètement, complètement là, à terre. Euh, mm-hmm. Vraiment, là, euh, je revenais pas, j'ai crié, j'ai, ouais. euh, j'ai pleuré. J'ai, euh, mm-hmm. Mon père était là, mon père euh, mm-hmm. euh, m'a, euh, m'a pris dans ses bras, mon père euh, a pleuré avec moi aussi. Puis, euh, mm-hmm. Mais tu es sous le choc, là, j'ai dit à Marie, veux-tu venir te chercher, je vais venir, je vais venir à l'aéroport. Je me, dis, là, je, je me disais, qu'est-ce qu'elle va, comment qu'elle va vivre ça, là, toute seule, mm-hmm. là, elle va... C'est, c'est, c'est vraiment la, une place, l'aéroport, c'est une place un peu impersonnelle, dans le sens mm-hmm, où mm-hmm. les seules personnes que tu connais souvent, c'est les personnes avec qui tu voyages. Le mari était toute seule. Mm. Je me disais, il faut, faut qu'elle aille en même temps. Il faut qu'elle aille auprès de sa mère. Mm-hmm. Puis euh, moi, il faut que je reste au petit. Ça va vite dans nos têtes là, à ce moment-là, mais en même temps, je, je, on a, de la, on a de la grosse, grosse peine. Mm-hmm. On ne peut pas y croire. On, on, est, on est sous choc, vraiment sous choc. Puis en même temps, ben là, j'ai comme réalisé que Marie, il fallait qu'elle, qu'elle aille vivre ça. Puis que Dieu allait prendre soin d'elle de toute façon. 
était, il fallait qu'elle il fallait qu'elle aille auprès de sa mère puis il fallait qu'elle voie son il fallait qu'elle soit avec sa famille à Edmonton euh, puis le plus rapidement possible mm -hmm. puis que moi j'allais acheter j'allais m'organiser pour venir le plus rapidement possible pour euh, être auprès de ma femme avec ma fille oui. ma fille et moi on allait pouvoir amener un petit baume là, à, à être présent surtout mais mm -hmm. Léa elle avait un an à ce moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. parce que Rick est venu juste une semaine deux semaines mm -hmm. à, avant à, à, oui. à Québec puis c'était l'anniversaire mm -hmm. de Léa c'était le premier anniversaire de Léa mm -hmm. et que c'est ça ça a été euh, wow. ça a été vraiment un choc mais en même temps c est, c est, on est impuissant là dedans c'est comme Marie a dit la mort ça fait partie de la vie Mm -hmm. Ça nous prend, ça, ça vient à chaque fois, on ne s'habitue jamais à ça. Mm -hmm. On ne s'habitue jamais. Yeah, you don't get used to it at all. No. No. J'ai perdu mon, mon meilleur ami, mais tu sais, en fait, mm -hmm. euh, j'ai plusieurs meilleurs amis, mais j'ai perdu mm -hmm. mon meilleur ami quand j'avais 24 ans. Mm -hmm. Ça a été vraiment un choc pour moi, mm -hmm. un des gros chocs dans ma vie. Mm -hmm. Mais tu sais, le Rick, ça a été un gros choc aussi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Euh, Déjà, ma, ma grand-mère, elle avait 99 ans quand elle est décédée. Mm -hmm. Et ça me fait vraiment de la peine, même si oui. c'était normal. Mais l'aspect mm -hmm. du choc, l'aspect de l'accident, l'aspect de... Mm -hmm. euh, ça part, la personne part trop vite. Ouais. Yeah. Des fois, on a envie de faire des adieux. Mais Marie a eu le temps de parler avec Rick oui. euh, quelques, quelques minutes avant really? que, Before he went into surgery on FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Moi, j'étais là aussi, puis on y a parlé les deux, puis on a prié pour lui, on a dit, puis on y a dit clairement, demande au Seigneur de, de, de t'accepter. Marie a dit, papa, j'arrive. Mm -hmm. Papa, j'arrive, attends-moi, mm -hmm. s'il te plaît, attends-moi Edmonton. Mais mm -hmm. en même temps, si tu es, es pour aller de l'autre côté, il faut que tu demandes, il faut que tu sois clean. Mm -hmm crime avec Dieu. C'est lui qui est en charge. Demande pardon. Il va t'accepter. Il va t'accepter les bras grands ouverts. Puis ça, ça a donné de la paix à Marie, tu sais, mm -hmm. de savoir qu'elle a pu dire ça à son père. Puis aussi, mm -hmm. Je pense qu'à Edmonton, à la manière, elle a fait un rêve. Puis mm -hmm. que Dieu lui a dit ton père est avec. Ton père, non, ton, euh... Your father will not live, ouais. but he'll be with me forever. Parce que nous autres, on voulait mm -hmm. qu'il That was the night before. No, that was the night that I got to Edmonton because I was like, oh my, you know, you just when somebody dies, you're like, my God, I wish they were still here. I wish they were still alive. You know, you have all these yeah. thoughts. And I was sleeping, and it was like I don't know, two or three o'clock in the morning, and it wasn't like an audible voice, like someone talking into your mm -hmm. ear, but like I heard in my spirit. And it was so solid and I'll never forget it. It's like, your father will not live, but he'll be with me forever. And there was a whole bunch of other incredible, incredible things that happened that just could not be explained mm -hmm. in the natural, I suppose. Like, mm -hmm. for example, the entire funeral. And when I say entire funeral, I mean like the uh, the food, you know, the, the venue, um, yeah. the cremation, everything mm -hmm. was completely paid for. Like we oh, did not pay wow. a cent. And for those who have done, you know, funeral planning, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. So when I booked the venue, 
um, it was at the rugby grounds because my dad was a big rugby player and started a rugby club mm -hmm. in Edmonton. And, you know, she called back, you know, a day later and she's just like, you know, we just want to waive the fees for you. And I was like, um, wow. Wow, wow, thank you. And like my uncle came out of the woodwork and he's like, I'm taking care of all of the catering, the bar, like everything. Wow. Um, when my father had to be prepared for a final viewing, it was like a $780 cost, right? For sure. the involving in this. Uh -huh. We went to go clear the bill with the funeral director and he's like, you don't owe anything. And mm -hmm. I was like, uh, are you yeah, sure? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, do you want to just recheck that? Cause I didn't want to like, you know, yeah. steal money from the funeral home. He's like, no, no, your bill is completely clear. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, wow. Yeah. So it was amazing, really, truly. We didn't pay one cent for that mm. entire funeral. And I know that's God because there's yeah. no way to explain it really. Well what what does that, that mean to you? I mean, is it like a um like everything's gonna be covered or protected or you know, like what, what kind of message did you get from that? Well, it means that I know that like who God says who he is is true. Mm -hmm. Like he's a provider and he's faithful. Like, yes, mm -hmm. my dad died. Yes, that's terrible. It's not easy. It's the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Mm -hmm. But like God took care of us through that. And everybody will have to live through a parent or both parents mm -hmm. dying. Mm -hmm. So to have that support, um, you know, there was other things too that happened that were even like more crazy. But, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just so nice to know that the God of the universe is looking out for Mary Halbert's dad's funeral, you know, it's mm -hmm. just nice. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. Even if, even if we go through art stuff, we know that he's there and it's going to build our character. Mm. And at the same time, um, he loves us and he cares for us and uh, gives us signs about like that he is there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what was it like? Uh, were you staying with your mom at that time, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was staying at mom's house. Yeah. And how was she? I mean, she, she must, she must've been in complete shock and, um, oh, yeah. did she you, was, feel, devastated. Yeah. Did it, was she leaning on you? Mostly? Yeah. We were all leaning on each other. I mean, it's so yeah. strange to talk about now in this mm -hmm. kind of post or interim COVID-19 world where like you can't like have huge amounts of people at your house and like mm -hmm. how you oh well mm -hmm. they say that you're not supposed to anyway mm -hmm. but at that time you know everybody was leaning on everyone and my mom has an amazing incredible circle of friends mm -hmm. um, my mom was a labor and delivery nurse for about 40 years oh, and, I and, like and, that. And, yeah wow. yeah the friendships she made over her career have been, well, I've known them for like most or not all of my life. They're her closest mm. friends and we have really close family friends as well. And yeah, mm. my mom's also uh, like me, I suppose, like open with our grief in the sense uh -huh. that like, you're going to cry, you're going to cry. Like there's yeah. no bottling really. Uh, in very healthy. Yeah. yeah. Thick mm -hmm. of things where we're okay to just kind of, let the tears fly so yeah we were but i mean i don't know if you've ever done funeral stuff like it's so crazy because you were in the most pain emotional pain of your life mm 
mm-hmm. like there's stuff to do. Like you've got to mm-hmm. call a bunch of people mm-hmm. and get a bunch of stuff organized and be like empty an apartment and do yeah, you've got to clean stuff. stuff. You've got to call lawyers. You've got to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's yeah. tasks to do. There's a lot of work to do in a very short period of time. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to be coherent on the phone and not like break down every 10 seconds or else people mm-hmm. won't, <laughs> you know, be sure. able to help you. But, um, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a funky time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, so what, what happened Were people just bringing food and, and yeah. coming by and, yeah. and flowers and visiting yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we had a constant supply cause you just, you know, um, you basically see there's tissues everywhere and people bring mm-hmm. lots and lots of food and people mm-hmm. were great that way and you know would swing by and and sit and cry and you know look at pictures even sometimes mm-hmm. you know talk and just be there to listen so we had a, yeah we had a steady stream mm-hmm. of visitors it was really lovely yeah yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. and then of course frank came later with Leah and that was such a you know a help to have him there and it was nice to have my daughter as well because mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a distraction she's she's lovely and mm. it's nice to have a baby in the house you know when yeah something awful happens so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah oh well thank you for sharing that it's uh yeah, it's, 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 it's really special. I mean, it's really sad, but um, hearing you talk about it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's beautiful. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm really touched by that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, like, it's a rough go, but I think mm-hmm. honestly, Olivia, that's one of the things I appreciate about Jesus the most is the fact that he never anywhere in his words said that life was going to be a rose garden. In Mm -hmm. fact, quite the opposite. He said, look, you are going to suffer, you know, but Mm -hmm. take, take good courage. You know, I've overcome the world. So there is that faith that acts as like an anchor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we put our hope in, like knowing that, knowing that all of this is not forever, even though it's Mm -hmm. supremely painful in the moment, it's, it's something unfortunately to be expected. And after you go through it, just like my best friend, you have, you are equipped with an extreme amount of empathy mm-hmm. for other people who are going through the same struggle. You know, mm-hmm. I can't empathize with certain things that people have gone through, but other people can. And that's where people find community, right? Mm-hmm. They can have, uh, you know, people who've gone through the same thing to help them through their struggles. And it's, I, we were actually designed for that. We were built to be in community we were built to talk to others and have other people help us you know we're not supposed to do life alone at all mm. so yeah de ne pas être seul là-dedans l'aspect de pouvoir mm-hmm. aider d'autres personnes après mm-hmm. l'aspect d'être empathique de de pleurer ensemble, mm-hmm. de se rappeler de souvenirs ensemble, mm-hmm. de, d'être reconnaissant d'avoir passé ces moments-là, d'avoir pu avoir, que Marie ait pu avoir son père pendant mm-hmm. toutes ces années-là. Mm-hmm. À un moment donné, elle a dit ça, tu sais, elle était, j'étais vraiment sous le choc de vous, tu sais, que, que, qu'elle me dise « I thank God that I was able to have my dad for those 
those years, mm-hmm. so many years. ซึ่งเวลาเราเจอสะเดปัดเคโคสุเวลาเรากลับในวิทย์ของโลกเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเราเรา